Good morning and welcome to Sunday Mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today we celebrate the second Sunday of Lent. The celebrant for this Mass is the Archbishop of New York, Timothy Cardinal Dolan. The worship program for this Mass is available for download online at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. And as we begin our liturgy, we invite you to rise and to join in singing our entrance hymn. It is number 799 in the blue St. Michael hymnal found in the pews. Number 799, tis good Lord to be here. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, peace be with you. Welcome, everybody, to Sunday Mass here at America's Parish Church, St. Patrick's Cathedral, where we welcome as, uh, as well those who unite with us in prayer at home on the Catholic Faith Network and the Catholic Channel, Satellite uh, Sirius 129, and our own live stream. We continue our Lenten journey towards Holy Week and Easter and that we might offer this holy sacrifice of the Mass the more worthily. As usual, we call to mind our sins and ask for the mercy that Jesus won for us by his blood on the wood of the cross. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to life everlasting. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. 
us pray. O God, who have commanded us to listen to your beloved Son, be pleased, we pray, to nourish us inwardly by your holy word, that with our spiritual sight made the more pure, we may rejoice to behold your glory through our Lord, Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of Genesis. God put Abraham to the test. He called to him, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son Isaac, your only one whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. There you shall offer him up as a holocaust on a height that I will point out to you. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. Then he reached out and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the Lord's messenger called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he answered. Do not lay your hand on the boy said the messenger. Do not do the least thing to him. I know now how devoted you are to God, since you did not withhold from me your own beloved son. As Abraham looked about, he spied a ram caught by its horns in the thicket. So he went and took the ram and offered it up as a holocaust in place of his son. Again, the Lord's messenger called to Abraham from heaven and said, I swear myself by myself, declares the Lord, that because you acted as you did in not withholding from me your beloved son, I will bless you abundantly and make your descendants as countless as the stars of the sky and the sands of the seashore. Your descendants shall take possession of the gates of their enemies, and in your descendants all the nations of the earth shall find blessing. All this because you obeyed my command. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but handed him over for us all, how will he not also give us everything else along with him? Who will bring a charge against God's chosen ones? It is God who acquits us, who will condemn. Christ Jesus it is who died, or rather was raised, who also is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Be to God. Father's voice is heard. This is my beloved Son. Listen to him. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of Heaven's The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. And his clothes became dazzling white, such as no fuller on earth could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared to them along with Moses, and they were conversing with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He hardly knew what to say. They were so terrified. Then a cloud came, casting a shadow over them. From the cloud came a voice. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone but Jesus alone with them. And they were coming down from the mountain. He charged them not to relate what they had seen to anyone, except when the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, um, from my chair, my cathedra over there in the owner's box, 
Um, I've, <laughs> I've got a great vantage point to see, I can't see it from here, and most of you can't see it, but as I gaze up, there's a, one of the magnificent stained glass windows here at St. Patrick's Cathedral that depicts the reading that we had from the Bible this morning, the book of Genesis, Abraham's uh, obedience to God that he would sacrifice his only son, Isaac, which of course God stopped uh, before he was able to do it. It was a test of Abraham's obedience, which Abraham passed with flying colors. But I often gaze on that stained glass window at mass because that stained glass window, that incident from the Bible of Abraham's willingness to offer his son Isaac on Mount Moriah is central to what we do at every Mass. Let me explain. Um, you know the story. God says to Abraham, I, I want you to sacrifice to me your only son Isaac on Mount Moriah. Oh my, you talk about shattering. Abraham says, oh my, I don't know what God has in mind, but he's never let me down. I better listen to him and obey him. And of course, as Isaac doesn't, poor little Isaac, innocent Isaac doesn't know. Abraham says, come on, son, let's go to Mount Moriah to offer sacrifice. Isaac said, sure, he was used to that. So they're going up the mountain and he's collecting wood for the fire. And all of a sudden, it dawns on Isaac that something's missing. So he says to his father, Abraham, Dad, where is the lamb? Where is the lamb? The lamb was the preferred offering, an innocent spotless lamb, the preferred offering of sacrifice. Think of how that question must have broken Abraham's heart. Dad, where is the lamb? And all Abraham can say is, God will provide the lamb. Where is the lamb? God will provide the lamb. Now, my brothers and sisters, that simple dialogue, that exchange, where is the lamb? God will provide the lamb echoes throughout the two millennia of the story of our salvation. The people chosen by God with Abraham as patriarch, they of course knew the importance of the lamb from when they were in captivity in Egypt, remember? They were under slavery in Egypt and Moses said, God will set us free. And he says, here's what you're to do, people, people of Israel. Here's what you're to do. Take a lamb, an innocent spotless lamb, butcher the lamb, cook the lamb, and smear some of the blood on the wooden doorposts. And the angel of death will pass over, pass over your homes marked by the blood of the lamb. And then we will begin to pass over from slavery in Egypt to freedom in the promised land. And of course, that's what happened. The Passover, as the blood of the Lamb saved the people of Israel, and as they passed over from slavery to freedom in the promised land. You know it's sort of like what we ask each Thanksgiving. Hey, where's the turkey? Who's providing the turkey this year? Well, the people of Israel would keep asking that question like little Isaac, where's the lamb? And they would echo the trust of Abraham, God will provide the lamb. Folks, this is the season of Lent when we are preparing for Passover. I thought of that last night. I was up in Rockland County for mass at one of our St. Catherine Parish in Blauvelt. And on the way back, the full moon, the magnificent moon. And I thought, ah, in four weeks, when we have the, other, the next full moon, the new moon, 
it will be the Feast of Passover, and it will also be Holy Week and Easter. And once again, we ask, where is the lamb? And make an act of faith, God will provide the lamb. And does he ever keep that promise? You remember about, what was it, six, seven weeks ago, we celebrated the feast of the baptism of Jesus, remember? And there is St. John the Baptist, the cousin of Jesus, on the banks of the River Jordan, baptizing. Hundreds, thousands of people around him as he's preparing them for the arrival of the Messiah. And all of a sudden, John looks up, and who is coming out of the desert but Jesus? And do you remember what he bellows out to the crowd? Look, there is the Lamb of God. Jesus. Jesus is the Lamb of God. With Jesus, we no longer have to ask, where is the Lamb? Because God has provided a Lamb, more perfect than we could ever imagine, in his only begotten Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We too, my brothers and sisters, will be saved by that Lamb of God, right? On the night before he died, he offered his last supper, which was the Seder, as Passover was near. And on Good Friday, with Passover to begin that night, as the people of Israel were looking for the lamb to sacrifice, he spilled his blood, and the innocent lamb was offered on the cross to save us from sin and eternal death selfishness and Satan. His blood was not uh, spread on the wood of the doorposts as it was in Egypt, but on the wood of his cross where he was sacrificed. Unlike God the Father spared little Isaac from sacrifice, God the Father did not spare his only begotten son to be sacrificed for us. Now, we ask ourselves, where do we most come in contact with this Lamb of God? Where is that blood offered again? Where does that sacrifice keep recurring? Where do we share in the Passover lamb at the banquet that the people of Israel celebrated as our ancestors? I think you know the answer to that question, or you wouldn't be here this morning you wouldn't be here this morning. Because in just uh, 10 or 15 minutes, we're going to sing out Lamb of God three times, and I'm gonna hold up the consecrated host, and I'm gonna repeat the words of John the Baptist, behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb, our Passover. I believe in one God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, 
who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. For Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, Thank you. for all clergy, religious, and laity, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ, we pray to the Lord. That the culture of life flourish among all peoples of the world, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine and in the Holy Land, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Edward Meehan and for all of our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eter eternal life, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We seek the intercession of our sorrowful Mother Mary at the foot of the cross on Calvary with her son. And of St. Patrick, our patron, as we make these and all of our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Pray now that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the May this holy sacrifice, O Lord, we pray, cleanse us of our faults and sanctify your faithful people in soul, mind, and body for the celebration, the upcoming celebration of the Paschal festivities through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. 
Lord, Heavenly Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For after he had told the disciples of his coming death, on the holy mountain he manifested to them his glory, to show, even by the testimony of the law and the prophets, that his passion leads to the glory of his resurrection. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly here on earth. And before your majesty, without end, we acclaim. Holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness, make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. <sighs> The mystery of faith. We proclaim our death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate this memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, me, your unworthy servant, my auxiliary bishops, and those of the province, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, St. Joseph, her spouse, the apostles, especially Peter, James, and John, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. 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 
Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress. As we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. We Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to this supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
Please join in singing our communion hymn, number 828 in the hymnal, number 828, What Wondrous Love. you to turn then to hymn number 672 in the hymnal, number 672, O Lord, I am not worthy. Speak the words of comfort, my 
Let us pray. As we receive these glorious mysteries, we make thanksgiving to you, O Lord, for allowing us, while still here on earth, to be partakers even now of the gifts of heaven through Christ our Lord. It's good to see our ancient order of Hibernians here. They do such great work in three weeks, three weeks from today, right? Be a big day for us at St. Patrick's. You'll be here at the cathedral, I hope, huh? And Brian O'Dwyer, it's good to see you and a, a group of our uh, students from different uh, Catholic universities throughout the area. Welcome. The Lord be with you. Through the intercession of our sorrowful Mother Mary, the intercession of Saints Peter, James, and John who were there, on the mount for the transfiguration of Jesus. And the intercession of St. Patrick, our patron, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your lives. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, number 781 in the hymnal, number 781, The Glory of These Forty Days. Mm -hmm. 